Oh, you're waiting on me. Yeah. No, you're good, dude. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash just some guardians. Over 180,000 titles to choose from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or if you're still stuck in the 2000s, your MP3 player. I didn't even know MP3 players were still a thing. Hell yeah, man. Some people have them. Hey, let's play some music. I'm just used to having to cut you off. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Reminds oh. me of Sonic and if Sonic and the Donkey Kong soundtrack had a baby, like Donkey Kong Country and Sonic had a baby. I could see that, yeah. With like the sound, because I feel like that happened a lot in the Donkey Kong. So Eminem is just a modernized version of Donkey Kong and Sonic the Hedgehog, is what you're saying. <laughs> 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 Right. Oh my god. And also this is episode sixty-eight. One more to go, guys. Whew. Of just some guardians. Uh tonight, guys. It's me. Hi, it's Omar Fudd. We are recording at a time that worked somehow for in an undisclosed people. And, yes, we're <laughs> in an underground bunker. <laughs> oh, that's what we were playing. The Why year is twenty thirty five. Yeah. Times are dark. We come to you Food is almost running out future we come to you now with the turn of the tide i was trying Seize to your weapon <laughs> on the edge of the fifth day look to the east um yeah so we're gonna be talking and stuff guys it's gonna be fun because that's how podcasts work i hope you enjoy your time listening to our words because that's, well, that's what we're gonna do for just uh video only no audio just video right yeah, so if you're not at the live show, twitch.tv slash just some gardens, you're missing absolute silence and us just staring creepily into our cameras for an hour and a half. Uh, that's pretty much what our show consists of on a normal basis. Base, I actually go in and edit all this afterwards. And I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I just take different sound bites of Russell over the years and just kind of pierce them together and it makes a conversation. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. Yeah, that's why a lot of what comes out of my mouth is kind of inane and, and sometimes disturbing is really because it's not me talking. I wish that was an excuse I could claim. But the poop stories are actually just one giant clip. I don't have to put those together. You just yeah, tell a lot of poop stories. They all come, they all come shooting down the pipe. <laughs> and that guy that comes shooting down the pipe, guys, you know him. It's the effervescent Russell. Hi, guys. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing. I, you know what? It's been a busy week, but I'm True. doing really good. We went and saw Penn and Teller this weekend in Vegas. 
which was there was a really good show. That's uh, awesome, dude. And then we went to lunch because it was we were there for a business conference. And then the next day we went to uh, their uh, we went to the Paris restaurant up in the Eiffel Tower, which had a really cool. Yeah, well, because we got some gift cards because we have a timeshare. And so they were like, hey, let's give you an update, which is really an upsell. And then uh, uh, we were like, cool, we'll go to the Paris. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. So that was it was free lunch and it yeah. was a nice little New York strip steak that was pretty good. Ooh. Had a nice view of the strip because they they put their tables so that they're facing up against the window and then they face the chairs towards the windows because they know that especially if you're married or in a couple, you don't want to look at each other while you're eating. Or in a couple? What does that mean? Well, yeah. Well, when you're when you're in a couple, you are in a couple. Like it's not just something that you are. You are in it, and sometimes you can't get out of it. Oh, oh this is one of those like you know the three stones where they just pick off someone off the street. And they're like, hey, come join us. We're well. No, I, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, it's like being in. You know, you can't be on jail. You got you're in jail. You're not on a couple. You're in a couple. couple. So being a couple is is directly linked to being in jail. Sometimes. Hopefully there's handcuffs, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Only handcuffs. I I can't. I love my wife. I am very happy in our relationship. She's not going to hear this. You're fine. No, I I, honestly, I (laughs) know out there, my wife is the best person in the entire world. She puts up with a crap ton. Truth. So even if she were to never hear this, I want to make sure that people know how wonderful she is. And and that's why when I found out you were getting married, I was like, I don't even need to meet her to know if she's right. Like the fact that she lasted long enough to say yes to you, that was enough for me. Um, yeah. Uh, shocker on, I'm pretty sure everybody's part. Everybody that knows me was like, mm-hmm. wait, you? Yeah. You're being married? I think Lisa had that exact. I think I was like, "Hey, Russell's getting married," and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What?" She's. I'm trying to remember because it was pretty funny because she's just like, "Who?" I was like, "Russell." She's like, "Our Russell?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, married." Nah, solid. Yeah, no, no, that's that's a fair. Yeah, no, yeah, good times. Oh I took a lot of patience. Yeah. So that was the. Uh, you're telling me a little bit pre-show about your uh wonderful calming trip home yeah uh so we were supposed to fly out on monday and we got there we got there about an hour early so we got there in plenty of time to make it through security and you know the plane probably would have been boarding by the time we got there but it would have been fine um but so i i checked in but we had missed the flight on the way there because we flew out on friday to make a flight anyway we missed that flight and so I guess when you miss the the first flight, they just go ahead and cancel all your other flights. Um, so when they when we were getting rescheduled for our flight, which luckily didn't cost us any money, um, they they had to put us in there, but then they put us in as individuals instead of together under one record. So when I went to go and check in. I put in my information because normally, you know, that's the easiest way to pull up both bars. Um, 
and I printed my itinerary and I'm thinking, oh, it'll just take me to the next screen to print Lindsay's. Yeah. And it didn't. And then I'm confused and I'm like, so I went and stood in line for a second. And then I was like, well, let me try and go ahead and print her stuff under her name because, you know, maybe it, whatever. Uh, so I went and did that. And then it gave us, um, well, first I couldn't find her stuff. I was like, okay, let me put in this information. And it pulled it up. And then it was like, there's an error. Please wait here for assistance. And we sat there and we waited for like 10 minutes. And nobody came up to us at the, the you know, because we were at yeah. electronic kiosks. And then the screen disappeared. And it like let us start over. And I was like, okay. So I started over, put in her information. It was like, you have to check in 30 minutes before your flight. Please take this to the person, uh, you know, the, the, the check-in person or the, the, the people who help you rearrange your flights. So then we sat in that line for 45 minutes. But as soon as we got in that line, the lady who's supposed to be checking on the electronic kiosks came up and I was like, hey, this thing came up. Can we just go ahead? And she's like, no, it says that you checked in after. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But look here, you, here's my ticket. It shows that we checked in and enough yeah. time. Oh, no. Well, the, this one says that you didn't. So there's nothing we can do. And I'm like, and, and finally, I was just getting frustrated with her. So I was like, whatever. Just <laughs> You don't know. It. They're literally like, here's a picture of the screens. If it says this, just tell them this and walk away. Yeah. Uh, so it took us 45 minutes to get through that line. So by that time, our flight had been gone for 15 minutes. Um, and we had a lady. She had been there since 2 o'clock in the morning. And this was like oh my 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Because I I don't know if anybody flew United this weekend, but if you did, it was a mess. Because actually one of the, uh, or not United, American. One of the Americans uh, airline, or one of the one of their airplanes crashed. Or oh, I didn't know that. One of their 747 lines crashed. Holy crap. Um, so they had this whole big hubbubaloo. And then also there was a lot of weather delays going on. Yeah. So it was like the perfect storm for American Airlines. Um, so they ended up, so they couldn't get us a flight out Monday. So they ended up getting us a flight on a United airline going out Tuesday at 10 o'clock. So they sent us to, uh, they put us up in um, this like resort hotel kind of thing. Uh, so it was really just a casino with a, like a pool and they had, like, but they had like a movie theater in the hotel. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, so was, was it like, like set times for movies, or could you like pick and choose and go? No, it was it was set times for movies. It was oh, like an actual theater theater. It was a theater theater. Oh, okay, I yeah. got you. Um, and so went to Hellboy, which was good. I liked it. I've heard that a lot of people thought it was disappointing. I liked it. I thought it was just fine. Um, I enjoyed. <laughs> that reminded me. Did you see this picture going on Twitter? Was like. Do you guys want to know what it feels like to to live in like a a really Christian like uh, small town in the middle of the Bible Belt? And so he, the guy took a picture of the marquee, and for Hellboy it said Heck Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Ah, that was funny. It, it legitimately was a good movie, and it was very. It, it's very different from the. Um, like if you're expecting it to be like the Ron Perlman Hellboys, it's very, very different. Yeah, uh, much, much more adult, I would say. 
Um, whereas Guillermo del Toro's was a little bit toned down. Um, yeah. A lot more like he was a normal guy going through a normal thing, you know, but just a demon, you know. Uh, this one was very, it was very different. Like he came from a messed up, like he had ish, daddy issues and all sorts of things. And it was, it was interesting. I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. There were some really good battle sequences. Um, it was very, it felt very much like the Mike Mignola comic books to me. That's I awesome. It. Yeah, um, I want to see it. It was good. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. Which really cool and really kind of up my alley kind of thing oh absolutely um, well, I, I like having the because i really like the other ones the um uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah the fact you said this one's darker i'm, I'm kind of like the fact that like i'll have kind of two versions like yeah. i want to watch hellboy but i want to see dark or you know the, the other one that's kind of cool i like that well and, and his version was a, a lot more family for me but yeah. still dark and creepy. This one was adult, dark and creepy. Not nudity or anything. They dropped the F bomb quite a bit. Good. Um, but uh, it was good. It felt darker, grittier. Um, you know, his relationship with Professor Broomfield isn't quite as lovey dovey. Um, and so I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. Plus, when he, you know. In the previews, you know, that you've seen where he has the full horns coming out with the flame crown and he's got the sword over his shoulder and, you know, he's riding the dragon. That's just super, super cool. Yeah. Some of oh God, some of the sequence of that trailer, I was like, this is going to be incredible. As soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. The second like, he came out of the hole in the ground with a giant flaming sword, I was like, yeah, so cool. I think I'm in. <laughs> so cool. Did I? Um... And that storyline followed Mike Mignola's uh, storyline that, that followed in the comic book, from what I understand pretty well. Yeah. I've seen and heard. I haven't read that one yet. I've only read The Seed of Destruction. But... So Hellboy kind of leads directly into... Um... Did I ever get to talk about what happened on that uh, field trip I did with my daughter? Did I ever talk about that? You didn't talk about it on the show. It was the next day. Okay. Yeah. So um, that was an experience. So first time being a parent on a field trip, right? Mm-hmm. So we show up. We get all the kids ready. They're getting on the school bus. We're all driving separate. These parents are freaking out. I'm like... I'm the only dad there, right? I'm like, oh my God. So we get in our cars. We leave before the kids are even on the bus. Okay. This is very important. Right. We get to the zoo. We park. We go to where we're going to meet the buses. And all the moms are like, I can't believe it's not here yet. I thought they would beat us here, like, legitly in a circle, like, complaining about it. Like, we're here. We're ready to go. Where are my kids? Like, panicking. I'm like, all right. Let me tell you. How travel and time works. <laughs> we left before them. Right. So that means that, that we, we are going to arrive before them. Well, they're school buses. They should just be. I'm like, school buses? I know you oh. watch the magic school bus. That's not how it works. Right? <laughs> they, obey, they have to obey all the speed limits. 
they're much bigger. They got to wait for bigger merges. You know, like it takes them longer to get here. And we left first. Well, I hope my kids are okay. Your kids are fine. They're going to be here. And they're, cause like it was a day where like every single school district had kindergarten, and first grade at the zoo. Right. So it's literally like, I mean, it must be like, <laughs> like if, if you went to Korea, it was just, I was taller than everybody. Looking at <laughs> you know, I, I have a story that directly coincides with that specific statement. I will tell it after you. I like it. I like it. But yeah, so the rest of the day was just more of like, I've got a backpack full of kids' lunches. There's just kids running around everywhere. No one's listening. It's freezing cold. So like we go to eat lunch and there's all these other groups, right? eating around this area because it's covered because it started like raining. Yeah. These kids are freezing cold. And I'm like, like, use your brains. Like they had this cafeteria that was like packed with lines of people, but there's these giant railings next to the window for you to like set stuff on. And so I was like, no one's going to complain. So I took my kids and we just all sat inside where the heater was on the bench next to the window and we're all nice and warm eating our lunch and we're all having a good time and i'm looking out the window at all these kids crying and i'm like bet you wish you were in my group <laughs> but it's just, all day it was just these moms making dumb choices and i was like come on and complaining about screaming at other people's kids i'm like guys it was a nightmare it was a nightmare but i kicked ass and my group had fun and we saw everything in the park before we had to go back where everyone else saw like half the park. We were warm. We were full. I'm a God. That's all I'm saying. I did like, what was the picture that you sent of the hippopotamus, butt? oh yeah. So, um, so they let my son come who's one. And so the, basically all he can say right now is either or mama data. And so we go and the hippo, they're refilling the refilling the pool. Huh. And every other time we go to the zoo, it's like underwater, so you never see it. Right. So it's actually up on the ledge eating, and its its ass is facing us. It's just this giant hippo. And my son points immediately to him and goes, Dad, Dad. I was like, you better watch your mouth, kid. I will throw you in that pool. Don't think I won't. Because <laughs> you're a hippo's butt. I was like, thanks, kid. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. But I, I guess the other day they were at lunch uh, with my father-in-law. And I, I, while I was at work, and there was a guy like at the next table that had, he'd shaved his head and he had a beard. And my son the whole time was like, Dada. Like, like why isn't he sitting here? Dada. Like, pointing at him. So John had to actually like carry him over to this guy so he could get a closer look in his face. He's like, not Dada. And then he nope, was fine. Nope. But yeah, the whole meal, he's like, Dada, dada, dada. I was like, that's incredible. That's incredible. So uh, to, to, to go off of your story where you were like taller than everybody, my wife is, is short. Yes. Shorter than me. <laughs> and apparently she can hear me because I just hear a, hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, she said she has massive honkers, so it's fine. Uh, I, agree. I would agree to that. Yeah. Amen. That's yeah. Um, but so, so I talked to a lot of people in stores, which is uh -huh. very different from the way I was in high school, if you remember, because I was a very shy person. But 
but I talk to a lot of people and, and, and whenever I start talking to somebody, she'll usually wander away. And so like the other day I spent like 20 minutes trying to find her because I was, I was chatting with a guy and she yeah. kind of wandered away and I was like, where does she go? And so I'm like wandering around. I'm like, she's got to be around in here somewhere. And but she's short, so she kind of blends in with the the racks and everything. <laughs> I finally found her like twenty minutes later, and I'm like, Lindsay, I said, look, this is the way this has got to be if this is going to continue. You look for me. I am above the racks. You blend in. I cannot see you. And he's like, well, I can't see through the racks either, and I'm like. I am taller than the racks. You see, the ratio does not work in the way that you are thinking it works. You'd just <laughs> be walking through the store, and all of a sudden she'd just be here like, uh, Would the wife of uh, David Jets please come into the customer <laughs> service desk? Your husband is looking for you? <laughs> yeah. Please come to the customer service desk? I should have done that. I thought about just being like, Lindsay, hey! Lindsay... <laughs> I, I also forgot that I have neighbors on the wall next door and it's 1146 at night so I just shouted that at my neighbors you're welcome <laughs> that, that's, that's our reviews on iTunes is your neighbors it makes sense now I've been looking everywhere for this just so I can tell them to shut up shut up <laughs> yeah so so that was that was a conversation we had to have because i was like i i can't find you you can see me over the rags you you know just keep an eye out for me because otherwise i'm never going to be able to find you yeah it's like trying um, to find a rabbit in some grass it's nothing <laughs> i'm just imagining her like peeking out of like racks of clothes like Ooh, I'm over here and like disappearing you know, and like popping and I up. I bet she does. I bet she like hides around them and is like, oh, there goes Russell. I'm gonna come around this yeah. way. <laughs> Every time. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the the sleeping story tonight real quick, just for all you fathers out there, because you'll appreciate this. And then we'll move forward. Um so tonight I was in charge of, of both my children. My oldest daughter is five, my youngest son, or my only son. There's two kids. Quick math. Good job. Um, he is one. So it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had to just watch them both. It was just us. Um, and we had a lot of fun. Everything went super smooth. Dinner. Easy. All right. We watched a movie. We sang. We danced. We had ice cream. We had a great time. All right. We're clean. Teeth are brushed. Going to bed. Everyone's happy. Lay down. Lay down. I'm like, my wife's going to get home. And she's going to be like, how'd it go? And I was going to be like, they ate, we bonded, we had dessert, they're clean, they brush their teeth, and they're asleep. And then I was just going to derobe and let things happen, right? <laughs> Sex me. <laughs> exactly. Like that, so, uh, uh, that clip in Bruce on Whitey where he just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what actually happened <laughs> um, was my son freaking out because he realized I was putting him to bed, not his mom. And then my daughter freaking out because my son was freaking out. And then she's like, I can't sleep with them screaming. So like, okay, well, you just go sleep in the other room where it's quiet. And then I'll come get you when I'm done here. She goes, perfect. I was like, awesome. My daughter is a saint. Problem solved. Thank you. She goes in the other room. We're by ourselves. My son starts crying, but like doing that stop and go. And I'm like, he's going to pass out. Right before he passes out, 
Door opens, daughter comes in. I don't want to be alone. Son wakes up freaking out again. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, okay, then lay down. I can't sleep with him screaming. Then go in the other room. I don't want to be alone. There's no winning this situation. Well, so like I'm like, up. I'm like, just try. All right. Imagine I'm there, you know? next to you just rubbing your back exactly it's gonna be great you know grab a pillow i don't know you know but so the same routine happened four times before my wife got home he was almost asleep she'd come in dad he'd freak out waking up she'd freak out because he's freaking out i'd get her out he'd almost be asleep round and round and round till she walked in and then it was just like sweetheart get this guy to bed i'm getting her to bed and uh sex didn't happen Text did not happen. Not happen. Because uh, she was still getting him to bed when I got this set up. So that happened literally seconds before the podcast. <laughs> I will cross my fingers for later for you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Like, wow, we had a great show. Not that she cares, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was a fun little thing. Um, Do you want... Should we hit Overwatch League real quick, and then we'll hit your Sekiro? Sure. Do that. All right. Let me find this thing. Quick update for you people that are requesting it for some Overwatch League. One cannot survive my boss. Thank you. You know what's funny? I just got that. The balls? I just got who is saying that phrase. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Zenyatta. And no, no one can survive your balls. Is it? Uh, I thought it was Reaper. No, no, Reaper, Reaper's the the deep voice. That's the yeah, he's Omnic. Well, then I was still wrong. Yikes! I do have a really good one for Reaper that I'll do next week for you. Um, segue broken. Do you know who else cannot survive balls? Apparently, anyone fighting the Los Angeles Gladiators, who are my team. They're six and zero right now in stage two. I'm actually really excited about this. Also, it's been really fun because their Twitter is like super active with like updates during the game without saying what's happening. So they'll be like current feeling and it'll be like a gif of like, you know, like gladiator stabbing someone through the chest and you're like, ah, they're winning, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. No, I, I, uh, I don't know about hieroglyphs, but I'm pretty sure I can really, I think I understand this one. This feels right. But, um, so actually right now we have four teams that we discussed beforehand that are four and oh, no, three teams. There are three teams. San Francisco are... Shock, Vancouver Titans, and London Spitfire also are all four and zero. Oh. So there's a there's some high winning streaks going on here. Yeah. Well, and 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 surprisingly, the Shanghai Dragons are not at the very bottom this year. Yeah, they are actually in tenth overall, and they they just had won their first game during stage one. And that included all of year one. So, you know, they've, uh, they've definitely changed something. I think they got a new coach. They brought in some new players. They got rid of some people and they're actually, uh, pulling some stuff off. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that the Valiant, they're my, they're the ones that I like. That's, that would be my team if I had to pick one. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not, it doesn't look like they're in the playoffs though. Unfortunately. Well, I think they still have a couple more games before they're legitimately I, out. Sure. It looks like, yes. Because there looks like there are two less games 
they got two more games before they kind of hit that running. So right. I think they play both those games this week too. So next week we'll know where the Valiants are sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it looks like, yeah, there's a, yeah, they they play again next week on Saturday. And uh, no surprises here. Florida mayhem is uh, zero and six. Yeah. Ouch. Feels bad. At least they did a whole bunch of changes between because they were awful the first year too. I they thought had, they were they were they were kind of middle of the road last year. Were they? Really they happy? were they were everyone's favorite team because they embraced the suck and were just insanely entertaining. And they have a really like a lot of really um, big personalities. They yeah, were the ones that started doing the like when they'd come in, they'd be like riding on each other, carrying palm trees, or like reenacting movie scenes and whatnot. Yeah, because they're like, well, at least people will buy our stuff because we're entertaining if we're not winning. <laughs> you know what? Hey, you know what? They're the uh, they're the globe trotters of the uh, of the Overwatch world. They're the Jessam Guardians of podcasting. That's <laughs> 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 true. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, so even with all their changes, they're uh, still not doing great. So we'll have to see what happens. Uh, actually, stage three is when they kind of picked it up last week year. So we'll see what happens. But well, I'm keeping yeah. my eye on the Vancouver Titans because they're the ones that won stage one by a lot. So, And uh, they're 4 all right now. So that'll be interesting to see. Right. Uh, they suck so bad that hashtag J fingers buttholes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Hashtag J fingers buttholes. There we go. LA Gladiators are in first, which is my team, and that's all that matters. All right, cool. That was that. Hey, Russell. Yes. Should we do your thing? Yeah, I'm ready for this. All right, so, guys. Yeah. I'm going to let Russell explain what we're doing here. Uh, so uh, we've been kind of having a, a, a pattern of Sekiro updates uh, from me lately. Um, and so talking about what we were going to talk about on the show, Brett was like, oh, hey, we should and we should do a Sekiro update. And I was like, I haven't played this in like two weeks since before I left for Vegas. Uh, so I so I picked it up today because I, I had a, like an extra hour. I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to play. So this is actually a major accomplishment. Um, that I decided to, to to take a clip of for you guys. It looks like I'm really good at the game. However, do not let that fool you, because this is probably probably my thousandth time playing through this segment of the game, because I'm not as good as I want to be. But Dad, coming, I'm gritty, and I'm gonna keep He's doing going it for it until I beat it. So. Uh, this is a kind of a cool segment. It actually looks like I'm good at the game, but I'm not just a segue. So, so what's happening on the live show? We actually have video of Russell playing this section where he beat this guy that he's been trying to beat. Um, so usually Russell's secure segments are about 15 minutes long. Right. So this video is 15 minutes long and he's going to talk about what's happening as it's happening. And so we've, uh, accidentally put in a timer for him. Look at that. So there you go. That's what's happening here. So if you're the live show, enjoy the video. If not, he's going to tell you what happened. This is the weekly secure update, so it's business as usual. Here we go. Take it away. All right. Uh, so we're starting here because what I've done is I've had to run back and reset. <laughs> uh, 
And so you'll see me resting here so that I can, it basically resets everything that's in the game. Um, and since I have this memorized, because I've done it about six times, I know that I can jump up on this ledge over here. And then there's two guys. I can do a death blow, kill that guy real quick. I know that this guy is going to automatically swing at me. So I, what I'm doing is I'm blocking and timing it so that it's deflecting, uh, which fills up his um, posture bar so that I can automatically do a death blow. I deflect the dogs real quick because there are two dogs that then run at you from the side. Um, and I, again, played this about a thousand times, so the timing's pretty down pat. Uh, it's actually really cool to actually see the posture bar because you've been talking right. about it. Yeah, so that's why, that's part of why, because I was like, you know what? I've been talking about it. Let's give a physical representation. Uh, one of the cool things is you have, you have the option to be kind of stealthy, and it's almost like you're advised to be stealthy because there's a boss kind of at the end of this area. If I tried to take down all of these guys, I would be fighting it fighting him suboptimally. So what I'm doing is, is I'm sneaking around, picking off all these guys first, so that when I fight the boss, they're not all coming in behind me and attacking me. Ah, I'm sure that's something you had happen once or twice. It, it isn't, because the first time I made it through, I was like, there's a lot of guys. I should kill them. And then I realized how many guys there were the first time, and I was like, oh, F. This is terrible. Um, so I'm just, I'm just kind of sneaking around. Luckily there's lots of bushes. There's a house that you can go under. Um, and two, I know where all the guys are and I've memorized in which order to take them down so that they do not see me. This is taking me back to like splinter cell days. Yeah. It, I used to do the same thing in levels like that. Memorize where everyone has patrol yeah. patterns. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Now, one of the cool things about this segment is so you saw that I jumped up and I killed this guy. This guy doesn't remember, doesn't know that I'm here because I have a power up that actually allows me to move more silently. So I don't have to necessarily creep up on. But I, you saw that I turned around here and I'm running back under the house. And that's because one of the big fat guys saw me. And they. Oh, is that that little yellow indicator? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. the little yellow indicator that's on the screen. Um,. And so he saw me, and they're a really big pain in the butt to try and take down without doing a death blow on them. Uh, so I'm basically waiting for him to forget that I'm there uh, so that I can sneak back up behind him. And what game was that where they'd, be like, they'd actually have a line where they're like, oh, guess it was no oh, that was Skyrim. Yeah, where they'd be like, well, yeah, yeah. guess it was nothing, even though if they just watch you like slit a guy's throat in front of him. Yeah. I guess it was no one, and they step over their friend's body. <laughs> so so these guys have a kind of interesting timing, and you have to time it right because you can, you can sit down and about around, and then the other guy is, is walking. And then so I get to come up behind him, take him out before the other guy realizes I'm, I'm ducking back behind this place um, just to kind of stay out of his line of sight because line of sight is a thing in the game. Um, so I'm, These animations I'm, are so smooth. This so is good. So I, I run up behind him because it usually gives you like a little, like if you run up behind them, you have a chance to kill them before they really like turn around. Um, but once they become aware of you, you can't get a death blow just by going up behind them, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, that was a big thing in Dark Souls where you could still circle around them and get uh, a backstab. Oh God. Uh -huh. Yep, that's fine. 
so I know that the spear guy was there, so I, I came up behind him because he's got the two health bars, and I've talked about this before. So this is the boss now. Yeah, so I get to eliminate one of his health bars, but now, see, he got that second one back. Did you see that? Oh, wow. Okay. He's got that big spear, and so the trick with him is you want to dodge his attacks in the right way to where what he'll do is, so when he does that swing, I can dodge under it and then get a couple of attacks in. Uh, he hit me, and he hits yeah. you once, and it takes off a lot of health. I'm like, like, it's not a lot of games where I'm watching you dodge, and like you're actually ducking under his swing and the blades going over you. I'm like, that is so cool. So did you see that where he tried to stab at me? So that's an ability that I unlocked where I actually take and stab and then it stacks up his posture bar really high. So watch. Oh, I didn't, I missed it on that one. And then I died. Oh, 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 there's that instant revive thing you've been talking about. So you can see here that I actually run back and I do the whole thing over again. Oh God. Okay. We'll, We'll skip over the whole thing. Yeah. So, so I, I thought I went back and I actually grabbed a couple of skills. What skills did you pick up? Um, I don't think I think I was waiting until I got three bars filled. Okay, this should be it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had to go back and do it a couple of times. I thought I had just captured the one. I didn't have a chance to review this video <laughs> uh, because it was a crazy busy day. All right, we're back to the boss. Yeah. So this time, I end up doing a little bit better. I should kill him this time, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this was one of the abilities that I picked up. So it stacks up the posture really high. And as I I have a couple of other abilities that as I hit, after I've hit him with that overhead strike, it stacks up posture really, really quickly. Um, And I noticed he, he didn't get that second health bar back, right? No. Oh, well, he did. So when I came back, I, I did the backstab and I took that second health bar off. So he had it when I came back because I reset everything. Yeah. So you can you can see that I'm trying to time my dodges. And you'll see that he'll, he'll juke a couple of times. And that's because I can't get the timing right. Yeah. Well, I liked how in a few of these moments, like, you can tell you've done it so many times because... He's getting ready to swing, and you're literally just standing there for, like, yeah. five seconds. Like, yeah. okay, and it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm not even going to swing because I know I'm going to get hit mid-swing. I'm just going to stand here. So I got so mad because you'll see I get, I'm getting his posture bar up. I'm not taking a lot of health off of him, but I'm getting his hot posture bar. And then what's going to happen here, uh, you'll see it in just a second. Well, first I died, but his posture was it was so close that I was like, screw it. Because normally what I do is I'd run back and reset. Because I don't want to die because then I lose half of my stuff. Yeah. But in this circumstance, I was like, he's so close. I'm just going it's, for it. I missed the death blow right there. Oh, I saw the indicator. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I was That's so weird. mad. I was so mad. And I was like, crap, 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 crap. And I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, I just got to keep pushing. He's so close. And so he he gets really close to killing me. And I'm watching that. Yeah, I'm seeing you. I can I can. I can visualize your face right now while you're playing this. So intense. And so you see, I was just like, I had him so close. I just, I was like, one more attack. And then I was like, crap, one more attack. And then I was like, one more attack. And then finally that was the death blow. And I was like, for a second, I just sat there for a second. Because this game, the the game is insanely difficult. Rewarding, but insanely difficult. And so I just sat there for a second. And I was like in shock. 
Because I was like, I've seriously tried that about a hundred times. Just that same segment over and over and over. Oh my god, dude. And I just I just sat there and was like, share, 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 share. <laughs> I did it. God, dude, that's a that's a good feeling. I, I wanted to share that because one, it makes it look like I actually know what I'm doing, and two, you kind of get an idea, especially with a live show. Sorry for the audio listeners. Hopefully you can go back. Maybe we'll upload it to uh, Twitter or something like that so you guys can Yarr. want to. Afterwards. If not, I, I think we did a pretty good job explaining what was going on, at least yeah. talking about the mechanics of things going on. And so it, it, it was rewarding, and I wanted to share it so that you guys could see what I was talking about as well as hearing me talk about it. Can we get a happy dance sample? There we go. Uh, for you audio listeners, it was majestic. Thank you. Nice, dude. Thank you very much. Can we a, oh, Reed, Reed was asking if we could get a happy dance. Yeah, he's all over it, man. Also, what's up, Chad? Thank you. All right. Well, so we've been uh, doing some good time here. So I think we'll hit a, we'll hit a few more things, do our segments. I don't think we, we have time to do our... Um, our full thing, <laughs> our our full thing, yeah. But which is fine. I mean, it, it was just the two of us. I don't know how that had gone. I'm fine with it. I feel like we've. I I hope it's been decent for you guys. Oh yeah. No, I mean we still got. I mean there's still a lot of content about to happen, but oh, we've got oh. plenty of stuff going on. Cause did you see all the PlayStation Five stuff? No. What? Really? Oh, what? dude. So many rumors. Just like. Hit the wall, dude. So, like, um, screw you, Jay. <laughs> Jay like, buttholes. Hardware, um, it's coming out next year. Um, is this rumor or fact? It's rumoristic fact. Okay. It's that in between land. Yeah. It's probably going to be announced like really soon, but because like people have got the specs for it. Um, Kind of the parts they're using to keep it at a lower price range. The other thing that that, that um, really got me excited was that um, rumors and facts slash it's not rumors. Got it. Oh, okay. The guy that's designing it interviewed with Wired. Got it. Ah. Um. The the thing that got me most excited. I don't care about anything else. Is the fact that the next Battlefield game is supposed to be Bad Company Three, which anyone that knows knows that Bad Company Two is my favorite. One of my favorite first-person shooters ever, and that will be a release title for it. Right. Oh, it'll be a release title for it. Yeah, like that'll be their like PS5 with Bad Company Three. Oh. <sighs> or what? Have they released any any models of what the PS5 might look like? Or not that I'm aware of. Again, guys. That's why we have chat for. Do you know what Justin Guardians is? As a reminder, we are very casual people with very full lives. I'm oh, going to wow. sip some water now. Uh, barely a <sighs> that Bad Company 3 is a rumor. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I said that. I said that's, that's the rumor I care about. Oh, that, okay, I didn't. Catch yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm excited, and I'm also sad. There's water in there. Okay. See that? Because I just sipped it. Get over yeah. Yourself. Look, barely a Destiny show. 
We don't come on your show and throw flack at you guys. Well, like, yeah, we actually, yeah, we do. But uh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so like a solid state drive, custom graphics uh, card, better processor, etc. The solid state drive is the biggest. Like it'll come standard instead of you buying it separate, which is huge. And they're claiming no load times. Is the claim? I'm pretty sure they said that with PS4 though too. Oh yeah, they. I think they said that with. Uh, I think PS1 and then PS2. Yeah, PS3. That's been a claim for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. There will probably. I I can understand there will be no load times in games for the PS4. You see what I'm saying? So the backward compatible games may not have a load time because the processing power. But I'm sure because game developers they tend to push the boundaries of what the machines can handle anyway. Oh yeah. And so that makes me so have you been following um oh shoot, what's that game called? Beyond Crash Good Team Evil. Racing? Oh Beyond Good and Evil. No. Two. I've heard of it. I haven't been following it. Um, I've I've followed a little bit of it because it looks interesting. I never played Beyond Good and Evil the first. Yeah, Viva Pinata for sure. Yeah. Uh, but this one uh, piqued my interest because of their their world view of being able to go from in the city to the sky above the city to the the planet, you know, the atmosphere of the planet to another planet with no load screens. So I'm wondering if they're building that one on the PS5. That would be interesting. Because well, I like because they're doing com- backward compatibility with PS4. I wish they'd go further. I really do. Mm-hmm. But you wish they would. What, what uh, you wish they would go further with what? With the backwards compatibility, they're doing backwards compatibility with PS4. I I really wish they just do the the whole th- just go back all the way. PS3, PS2, PS2 to PS1. I, I we also don't have load times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're sitting there playing. Uh, oh gosh, what's a game that had a lot of Dark Souls? Dark Souls had lots of load times usually. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no low time. <laughs> too soon, too soon. I'm not ready. <laughs> Please. I can play a game like on PS4 that was from like the PS2 era where you're like, oh, it's going to be a super long low time. You pull out your phone or a book and you got you know, just to fill the time in the low time. And then it's like, oh, crap, it's already done. Ah, ah. All I want to do is to be able to play one of my favorite games of all time. And that would be. Midnight Club 2 HD Edition Dub Remix. That, I'm not even kidding. I probably spent more time in that game than anyone actually knows. That's the racing game, right? That's that street racing game, yeah. That I absolutely, I think I made you play it a few times. Oh, yeah, I think I think we played it together. A couple I of loved it. And that is why I destroy people in racing games now. Because that one, you had to pay attention to like... You're driving through the streets. You got to pay attention to where the next marker is, where all the other races are. You're looking at the mini map at the same time to find any other routes to, because it's not a track. You're just driving through the city trying to find the best way to get places. So you're looking at the mini map, looking at other racers, looking at traffic, looking at the streets, looking at where the next checkpoint is, 
all at the same time. It was such a good way to teach you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're watching like seven things at the same time, and it taught you to be like really good at like multi multitasking. Yeah, I remember playing that with you, and you killed me. I was good at it. Hitting stuff. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. And then you were taking all these shortcuts, and I'm like, "You're cheating." You're like, "No, it's just a game." You said, "Pay attention to the map," and I was like, (laughs) "Yep, that's probably something I said." Pay attention to the map. There's an alleyway right there. You can take it. And the drifting was so good. Ugh, I didn't like any of the other Midnight Club games, but that one for some reason was just like perfect. Yeah. It was so good. I probably I bet I could go back and have that map memorized still. That's how much I played it. I, I bet you could. You you were very good at it from what I remember, and I remember being very mad because I did not come anywhere close to you. Yes. And I am God. a competitive person, and that is a I, Actually, that was the only game I actually went out and bought. Remember, you had to buy the brick that attached to the back of your PS2 to be able to play online. Uh, no, I okay. Online, so that's the only time I ever, and I only played that game online and never anything else. I went and bought that and figured out how to do it just to play online with that game because I loved it so much. Was that with your Party America fund? Yes, yes, back in the good old Party America days, which is now an appliance factory that I deliver mail to. Hey, <laughs> is it really? It's on my route, yeah. Dude, is MC's Pizza still there? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Love MC's Pizza. Now people can Google that and figure out where I work. Or at least what part of your route that is. Uh, awkward. All right, let's move on. Oh, actually, that does remind me. Uh, quick story. Um, remember me having that huge rant about how I hate people that say stuff like, to just drop the postal motto on you through yeah. wind, sleet, or rain, you know, where it, yeah. So I'm on my route. I swear to God, if it was one of you people, I'm on my route. This guy goes out of his way, drives over to me. I'm walking through a parking lot, <laughs> drives over to me from like three parking rows over, rolls his window down, goes, Well, through rain, sleet, or snow, right? There's no what, like, blandest day ever. Drops <laughs> it, rolls his window up, drives off. I was like, Either A, someone recognized me, and I hate you, or B, this is literally the worst kind of person on the planet. <laughs> I I really hope it was just the worst person on the planet. I'm pretty sure it was just that guy. <laughs> no, Reeb, we do not love that person. But yeah, so there well, we go. We do, kind of. I mean, I paid a guy to go and do it, so it may have been him. That could be. But... Because, like, going back to the Bad Company 3 thing, the thing that made Bad Company 2 so good was it had, I mean, completely destructible environments. And all the Battlefield games after that had sort of, but they toned it down. Right. So I hope they go with that. Because that's what made the game so great, is you'd be like, all right, we're playing Rush, we got to get in that building, and they're hiding in all these other buildings. What do we do? Just blow up every building so there's no cover, and throw a bunch of smoke grenades, everyone bum-rush the point, one of us is going to get it. That was so much fun. <laughs> I loved it. I like I like destructibility. Uh, yeah. That was one of the things that really intrigued me about, um, gosh, what is that game? Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, yeah, 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 where you can where bust you, through the walls and the windows. Or, and You know, you had a sledgehammer, you could bust through a wall, or you could set charges, or, you know, you could even close off doors or segments of the wall with reinforcements and things like that. I like the idea of that because 
it introduces a whole new strategic element to these games that are that are you know run in and shoot and hope that you don't die is usually i say that with all the love in my heart but that's usually what the strategy comes down to is hope you're really good <laughs> and that you're yeah. in the back of the crowd so that you can try to make it through exactly well that was it like you'd be trying to rush a point and there'd be guy, some guy sitting in a corner with a shotgun right mm-hmm. and so you'd remember that corner was and you just walk up to that outside the building throw a c4 charge on step backwards let it off. Step over his dead body through the no doorway you just created. Okay. God, it was so good. That was I think it was the first because I'd read the Destructible Environments and the first time I played the game, it was on it was this map that was all jungle, and I remember I landed. I was moving forward and a tank was shooting at me. I'm running through the forest and I'm like, "What is that sound?" There are trees blowing up around me as I'm running through the forest. Branches are flying across my screen. Entire lot. I'm jumping over trees, hearing this tank run. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I ran to a fence, got behind it. The thing shot me. Planks are flying off this fence around me. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I run to a building. This is all one, one thing happening. So I go to a building and then he's blowing up chunks of the building around me and the roof collapsed on me and killed me. And I was like, I'm never not playing this game ever. This is incredible. That, that it, it, I like that. I think that that is a nice realistic touch that adds some cool strategy because it's like, I can hide here for a couple of seconds, but that isn't going to work for very long. Exactly. But, I mean, and I'm sure everyone complained about the fact you could destroy everything, and that's why they toned it down. But I loved it, man. I remember reading about Battlefield Six or something like that, where like you could blow up skyscrapers and they could fall down on the multi maps. But then it turned. There was only like, one skyscraper if you did yeah. a certain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that it sounded the, so cool when I was reading about it, and I was like, really? the Levolution stuff. That's what it was. Yeah. What was it? They called it Levolution. They're like, we're not going to let you do fully destructible environments, but we'll do one really cool thing in every map. That becomes less cool, I think. If once yeah. you, I mean, you're going to be playing these maps all the time. Why would you have one thing that you could do? Well, and that became the strat, because like one of the control points is on top of that tower. Mm-hmm. And so that is where you would just spawn in and do everything you could to drop the tower and then capture it. Like It wasn't like this cool special thing. You're like, well, this is just what I have to do to play the game. Hmm. So it's disappointing, but yeah. I was never. I, I I liked Battlefield, but I never played it as much as I played Call of Duty. I just ended up playing the Call of Duty games more. Well, I I got into Battlefield. I think you're still you got super robotics. I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, you didn't because it started. I it, yeah. I could okay. tell that something was happening on my end. And so. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, I stopped talking. I, I got into Battlefield a lot, probably. Well, I got. I mean, okay, we're doing our segment anyway, I guess. Um, I played Battlefield Vietnam as the first Battlefield game I got into. Which, I mean, it was. You had radios in the vehicles, it was massive teams on either side. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And after that is when I got into my. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two phase, right? 
and then Black Ops, and I think after that, I was straight Battlefield after that, but... I played well. I the reason that I played Call of Duty was not necessarily. I never really played it for the storyline. Oh man, the campaigns were the best though. I usually well, usually hey, uh, and in fact, when I was living in Utah, we lived in like a a college. It was like a college apartment complex, so most of the people were going to school over at UVU, and and so. What we would do is we would get together and we would we would have two or three TVs set up. And what we would do is all of us would would play and we would have tournaments. I got super good at Call of Duty uh, because we played constantly, and so I got really good. And they told me that I could not play anymore. Oh no! Uh, because <laughs> I kept winning. Um, that, but then I, it was because I ended up moving anyway, and so they were like, it was mostly like a joke. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I got so good at it wasn't necessarily because we did this. We did it like every Sunday or something like that. Uh, but it was because I played zombies. Mm, yes. All the time. And I played... Um, I played... Uh, uh, the, 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 the uh, survival that was on Modern Warfare. Surf- oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just waves and waves of enemies where they they would come and shoot at you. So you would set up and you would take them down. And That's then- oh, that was so fun. Yeah, didn't we play that together a little bit? Because that was Modern Warfare. The first Modern Warfare had that. Because we, I remember playing that in the airport. In the airport. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. oh, oh, uh, yeah! It, I swear we because that was about the time we were in. Yeah, that had to be. Yeah, uh, it wasn't Modern Warfare. That, not the one that I'm thinking of. It's um, Modern Warfare Two, maybe. Oh, okay. Because I used to play it with my roommate all the time. In fact, it got to the point to where I w- I worked from home. I used I used to travel for work, and then what I do is I'd have like one or two weeks off, you know, and so where I wouldn't have anything to do. Soon as he got home from work, hey, uh, you want to play? You know, and that, we would sit there and play that until we got bored enough to go to bed. And then, and then it turned into zombies, and then uh-huh. two zombies, and and so we just we played that so much that it just you got those twitch reflexes down. Oh yeah! Instead of people, I'm seeing zombies. Ah, twitch, get ah, die! Ah, nah, Oh man, those are the days, dude. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two. I actually did some. Um, do you remember that? Um, that it wasn't an, an arcade. That like, oh, what was it? It was like a gaming room at that um, shopping center near where you used to live, where they just had like rows of computers where you could like rent time and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gaming cafe or whatever it's called. They used to host tournaments in there all the time. Yeah. And I, I actually won quite a few of those. Like I was, I was in Modern Warfare Two, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, that was my game. I played that a lot. Um, yeah. Played it on Xbox. Surprisingly, this was before I had my PS4. Yeah, yeah. I was on the 360. Yep. Oof. Bad yeah. Company. Then um, Bad Company Two hit me, and it was just like that's all I played. I I played I played one Battlefield game. What was uh, was it? Um, 
No, that was Modern Warfare 2 where you had like the tutorial at the very beginning and you got a set number of stars for your performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they had the... Um... Yeah, it was different. Oh, no, it was the... Um... It wasn't like a tutorial. It was the the firing range. Yeah, yeah, where it where it had yeah, timed you, and you could put a different thing different and... levels of difficulty and what. Yeah, oh, that was fun. You had to I, choose a gun at the beginning, and that was another reason why I got so good is because I went through and did that until I had gotten the top tier, and that was insane because you had to make it through within like thirty seconds. You couldn't make it. You couldn't miss a shot. It was ridiculousness. God, those are the days. Yeah. Well, yeah, back before I had a wife. Yep. And that, that I didn't have anything else to do because I was too shy to go and talk to girls. I had a... Oh, man. Bad Comedy 2 has got a lot of mega good memories because that was about... Me and Lisa got married right in the middle of all that. Mm-hmm. And when we we moved into our first apartment together, I had a friend that um was over way too much. We we became friends shortly after me, or right before me and Lisa got married, and then he like didn't have a job. It was it was a weird scenario, but he basically lived in our apartment for a while. Um, Did he pay rent? No, it was basically like me at your house as a teenager. Ah, gotcha. He was just there all the time. Sure. Um, but we played so much Bad Company too that year. I think that's why my marriage survived that first year. <laughs> Only bad company too. I don't even want to. Yep, only bad company too. Wasn't talking about our feelings. Wasn't figuring things out. It was just because she didn't have to look at me because I was playing bad company too. You proposed to her in that apartment, didn't you? Because you proposed to her while you guys were looking for apartments. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a fun story. Yeah, we were. um, We were. um, Oh my god! Sorry, I just got distracted. But yeah, so we were looking at apartments because we we talked about getting married for a long time, you know, whatnot. And so we knew which one we wanted. You guys have and been so, high school. Yeah, we'd they'd been dating <laughs> feels like forever, right? Um <laughs> But um but yeah, so we knew we were gonna live in these, and so we basically had left we we're just gonna bring our parents, our moms to look at the apartment. They'd right. be like this is what we want to get and whatnot for someday when we get married sometime soon, we were talking about it. And so I'd gone earlier in the day when I knew we were going to be showing uh, our moms it later. And so I'd gotten like a bunch of roses and a bunch of other stuff. And so I'd gone to the leasing office and I was like, I was like, here's what I want to do. And so they're like, we are on board. And so they took me to the show apartment and we hid this stuff throughout the entire apartment and the fridge and all the closets and the bed, like, this whole apartment was just decorated with stuff I'd gotten. Right. And so, so I'm all, <laughs> and so we leave. And so my wife, you know, shows up with her mom and they're going through and like, they just thought it was really adorable decorating stuff, you know? And so then my wife like goes, opens the fridge and there's like the roses with her name on it. And then she turns around and I'm on my, I'm on one knee in the living room and everyone cried. And, and then the guy was like, this is so cool. I took a picture of us and they posted it in the leasing office and then they upped our rent and fucked us over 900 times, and it was a terrible experience. <laughs> but that proposal was beautiful. It was very beautiful. Thank you, babe. God, that apartment proposed sucked. Proposed to me again at Orlando, and it would be perfect. 
That's a lot of work. <laughs> that was really good, Brad. Thanks. Thank propose to me in Orlando, and then it'll be perfect. Yeah, it was beautiful, but propose again, please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Disney World. I want to be proposed to in front of the Hogwarts castle. Uh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> so, negative Ghost Rider. Negative Ghost Rider. But yeah. All right. Should we? Um. You want to hit on the next thing? Sure. All right. Let's move on. Let's do. Is it time for story time? Yay! Thank you, Isabella, my beautiful daughter. Okay. Um, so this segment, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's been I've been really enjoying this segment actually. Yeah. So we get very we're always looking at the past, all right? We're always talking about it. And so we have a segment now specifically where we all just tell one story from gaming in the past, nostalgic, and we move forward. So let's do that. Do you want to go first, Russ? Sure. Um, so the interesting thing i'm going to tell today is uh so i was actually going through a really bad breakup with this girl that i had moved i when i lived in utah i had there for terrible uh she yeah. me around for a while uh before finally anyway anyway so uh this was one of those periods where my work like they they hadn't had me traveling for like a month uh, the company was starting to go downhill. So there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And, and I'm like in the apartment most of the time by myself because my roommates were off, you know, working. Um, so what I did was there was a nickel arcade like down the street. So what I started doing is I'd just go and I'd get like $10 worth of nickels. And they had, which this was one of my favorite games. I remember going on a vacation to Disney World and I had Donkey Kong on... Um, the game boy and i just that's what i did the whole time was played that and so they had a donkey kong arcade machine and it was a nickel arcade yeah so i'd get like ten dollars worth of nickels and i'd sit down and i'd just play donkey kong for hours and donkey kong i'm talking like the old school donkey kong with yeah jump man instead of mario oh wow yeah, so I'd, I'd just sit there. I'd sit there for hours and play Donkey Kong. Just stick another nickel in. What God, kids would come up and be so like, depressing. why is this old man sitting here playing? <laughs> yeah, right. He's, like, he's crying the whole time. I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am Jumpman, and I would have saved her. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> That's so it's, I had It's a really depressing story. I'll ask your permission to tell it. Can I tell the Olive Garden story? Yes. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, prepare for a legendary tale of Russell depression. Oh, jeez. So there's this there's this girl in high school that Russell crushed on hard, hard. right? Hard. He tried everything, right? <laughs> and um, so she got with this guy. They've been dating for a long time. Russell moved away. He came back to visit. We're like, let's go to Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family, right? So we sit down, and this hand reaches over to Russell, and he turns over, and it's her sitting at the table next to us. This is like a couple years later, right? Or a year later? Totally forgotten about this. 
<laughs> no, you know what story I'm talking about. I, I had I had pushed this so <laughs> far. This is such a depressing moment. Uh, <laughs> well, we're already halfway through, so yeah. in for penny, in for pound. So, so they're catching up, why not? So she's sitting there eating with this guy she's da- she was dating, right? And so Russell turns back around and he's like, "Man, there's no way they're gonna make it. Like, she's totally gonna break up with them." This is going to be, I, I think you actually said you thought that's what they were doing there. Cause it was like a nice setting. You're like, I think she's going to break up with him. And then like right after he says this, her hand comes back with a ring on it. And she's like, he just proposed to me. <laughs> we're getting married. I'm so excited, Russell. And his face was just like, I don't even know how to describe it. I was, I was shocked that they were still dating. Yeah, but oh. it was the, the fact that mere seconds after she said, they're totally breaking up. Her hand comes over with the ring. <sighs> what a moment. Poor Russie. Poor they didn't end up breaking up, though. So moral of the story is... Did they really? I'm right. Yes. <laughs> Lisa, they ended up breaking up. How did they end up getting divorced? <laughs> no, they, did, they never got married. That's actually... I'd never heard that part of the story. That makes it even better. They did. No, she's she's married now to a different guy. But yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god. That was Caitlin, yeah. right? I tried not to use names, but yes, I think so. Well, I didn't say her last name. That's true. It is now. No, she resides at 4762 West. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So good. I, yeah. Well, I had terrible luck. That's why I'm so lucky that I ended up with the uh, the hot toddy that I've got in the other room. Let truth. Jeez. All right. Oh, that takes my story here. Um, random gaming moment that was super fun. I remember there was a there was a gaming session with my brother. We we're playing on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Hey, let's tell a super uh, a, a, another depressing story about Russell. And now let's segue into. Oh, a- <laughs> well, you told your story, which led into me telling your depressing story because your gaming memory was depressing, and so now I'll tell my story. Fine. That's how the segment works. It wasn't depressing until you made it depressing. I thought I was having fun. <laughs> it just when you said this story is really sad, it immediately reminded me of that one, so I had to. You gave me permission. Yeah. Um, so me and my brother are playing Golden Axe Two, oh, which is an incredible game. And we decided we were going to try to beat the game without actually swinging our weapons once. That's impressive. And we did it. Because what you could do, everyone knows the strat, is the sprint shoulder charge. No. Which is why I'm a titan today, I think. Um, but yeah, so all we did was just run back and forth on the screen over and over and sprint shoulder charge into people. And the best part is it makes us super satisfying, like, dun, 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 sound, like, bonk sound when you do it. So for like, I mean, hours in a row, all you heard was us giggling because we're slap happy and such a good time. That was a good game. That was a great game. We played and also, too. yeah, I was playing uh, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed this week, mm-hmm. which is an incredible game. Eat your heart out, Mario Kart. And um, discovered I had enough to unlock a character, and I bought this character, and it was the dwarf from Golden Axe 2. <gasps> and I was like, this is incredible! So That's awesome. Yeah, he's like rides on this like iron rhino, 
And when it goes to the flying section, yeah. it turns into this iron hawk. And when it goes to the water section, he's on this giant iron turtle, and it's like, I'm like, this guy is awesome. He's got his little axe on his back. I love it. Is it golden? Uh, no, because his axe actually wasn't golden. I know. But there is a golden axe level, and there are golden axes flinging across the arena, which is pretty cool. I wish that would be a fun game that they, you know, actually, didn't they do golden axe? And then it was, um, I'm playing with Alan Riches. I saw that. It was golden axe, but it had a female lead. Heaven sword. Well, they, they had a female. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Heaven sword. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it took place in that universe. You're right. Yeah, that takes me back. I remember playing that demo at Walmart. Yes, I think because it was back when they had the screens like eight feet in the air, so you had to like tilt your neck and you're looking straight up to play. This all day. Mom would be like, "No more demos. You're hurting your neck." That was really hard to do because my neck is actually killing me today. Yeah, I sacrificed for a visual bit that all you audio listeners won't see. You're welcome. That's how determined I was. Oh, it's still her neck. Yeah. Oh. These kids have no idea how easy they have it. There's these nice big TVs at eye level. Yeah. When you go to the store. What? Why? Because the the thing was attached. The controller only came out about an inch from the oh, yeah. play case. So you had to get as close to it as possible. And then you're looking straight up at the TV. Heaven forbid you had a gut because you were just like pressed up against the glass. Yeah. Can you imagine having to do it now that we've put on some height? You'd be having to do this. Oh yeah, dude. You'd be like bent over while looking straight up. I at that point you just set up a mirror system just to like just to work around it. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. That was ugh. That was, that was another memory, ladies and gentlemen. Playing demos at Walmart. This one is less depressing. Rip my neck. All right, should we move forward? Sure. Yeah, let's move on from depressing. Yeah, let's do some uh, some emails. Let's do our emails. That will never get old. No, it never will. Um, so we got an email in from uh, EvilJ2789, who did not actually do it mid-show because I begged him to, because I wanted to use that button. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sent me a list of really actually good questions. Are you ready, Russ? Yes. Rapid fire. Okay. Lightning round. Here we go. <clears throat> How come no matter what color the liquid is, the froth is always white? Uh, because of cum. Okay. Why do British people? Why do British people never sound British when they sing? Uh, why do Australians always sound Australian even when they sing? <laughs> All right. Why do they call it head over heels in love if our head is always over our heels? Uh, haven't you ever heard the phrase ass over tea kettle? All right. Can a hearse driver drive a corpse in the carpool lane? Only if they have a uh, live person in the casket. Okay. Why would Superman want to leap over the tallest building in a single bound if he can fly? Uh, so that he can tickle his penis. Okay. <laughs> Why is it called a TV set when there is only one TV? Um, because really there's another TV inside of the TV, and then there's another smaller TV inside of that TV, and then another so smaller okay. TV inside of that TV. It's TV-ception. 
if it's zero degrees outside today and it's supposed to be twice as cold tomorrow, how cold is it going to be? Uh, cold as balls. There we go. All right. Those were our fast fire answer of Evil J's questions. That was really good. <laughs> you did a killer job there, brother. Uh, it's all that DMing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have to come up with something quick. Ah, the Superman got you. The Superman one got you, though. When I know you have to jump to, uh, to itch his dick, I was like, yep, he couldn't think of anything for that. <laughs> That's actually a really good question, though. Why would Superman want to leap over the tallest building in a single bound if he can fly? Absolutely. <laughs> because uh, something stuck up his butt. Asking the hard questions. Hey. 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 I did not add this. So, but you get it because if it's zero degrees and it's going to be twice as cold tomorrow, cold as balls. That's a good point. Two zeros. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. That's that American school system math. <laughs> Everything leads to if Tommy has 900 bottles of soap, why does Tommy have so much soap? My hands get dirty. Leave me alone. Why would he just share his apples with Cindy? Cindy doesn't have any apples. <laughs> oh my god. So there we go, guys. That is how I you have send a, I have a funny story. Sorry. Before before I have a funny story about math. It was okay. in elementary school. Bring it. We were doing word problems. Got it. And it was the you know, the word problems that go blah 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 blah. If then they have this instead of that. Then blah 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 blah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Word problem. If mm -hmm. this is this, then that is that. Yeah. Um. Solve for that. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of kind of pre predecessor to algebra. Um. So we were in this group, and it was like one of the smartest kids in class, and he was in our group, and everybody was like, "Oh, what about this one?" And he, it made me so mad. Oh, I gotta take off my glasses. Wow, I did not expect this. So, so, because it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. He goes, "Well, it says if, so that means that it, it it's not actually real because it's saying if." Like he was trying to be. <laughs> oh no! He was trying to be smarter than the actual word problem, and I turned and I looked at him and I go, "Are you an idiot?" <laughs> like the words came out of my mouth before I could stop him. I was like. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And he looked at me and he goes, no, it says if, which means that it doesn't actually happen. And I'm like, no, it does. That's what the word problem is for. It's not a trick question. And he's like, no, it says if. So it means, and everybody in the group was going, oh yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And it was just one of those moments where I just smacked my head and I go, whatever. He later became a philosophy major. <laughs> Had to have. I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. We just went over this in class, and everybody's like, oh, no, yeah, because he's the smartest person in class. He definitely knows what he's talking about. And I'm like, I'm surrounded by idiots. Or he got a sex change and later became a mom in my school system and is going, why didn't the school buses beat us here? <laughs> Why, if we left before the school buses, are they not here already? I don't understand this. I thought there was an underground tunnel system, like the tubes they send at banks, and it just carries the bus super fast wherever it wants to go. They're, really, they're flying buses. They just... 
Actually, when I was a kid, I thought those bank tubes were magic, and I got really disappointed when I discovered it was just a, <laughs> just air. It was just air and an underground. I literally thought it like went into that box and just appeared on the other side. And when I discovered it was actually just forced air in a tube system that went all the way around, I was like, this is dumb. But it's still cool. It is. No, because like, then, then I got I started looking like underneath as we drive up, and I'd be like, I'd like try to listen to if I could hear it like going under the pavement to come up, and I'm like, oh, it's underneath us right now. You know, it didn't actually go under the pavement, right? It went up into the ceiling and then down. Yeah, I discovered that later too. Don't oh, worry. I was like, uh, I, I'm moving forward through my progression of trying I, I, to realizing I, 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 magic isn't real, stuff you know, isn't built underground. In New York City, they used to, that's that's how they used to do mail in a lot of the the bigger buildings like the empire state oh, yeah. they would have vacuum tubes that went yep. up and they even had vacuum tubes that would connect i would have loved that that would have been awesome so cool. got my dick stuck in it all the time <laughs> <laughs> they you know what they very <laughs> about this new ceiling fan it's me <laughs> they have some very realistic looking things in the sex store like my wife and i were there today earlier together just saying mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i'm like oh i wonder what kind of guy stuff they have and i look and there's like butts and vaginas just in all sorts of different positions like they had one that was like bending over and i'm like and then they had one that was like a full like it had the breasts and everything it was but it was like it was like flat on the bottom so it was like just a board of like the top half of a woman with like her vagina. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Anyway, is that the, the realism part? Cause that's how you started that story. And I'm waiting for the realism. I mean, they looked very realistic. Oh, okay. I thought but, you were going to say there's some realistic stuff. Cause I was talking about the tubing and you're going to be like, there's a fire hydrant that looks like a real fire hydrant. Nah, no, no. I mean, it looked. I mean, it looked realistic. It was also strange. Hey, Susie, get off the shelf. <laughs> it was. It was just. It was strange because it looked so real, but it was only like sections of them, and so it was kind of serial killer esque. Yeah. Was like, uh, no, because I mean, for a second you go, oh, no. Hmm. And you're all welcome. Welcome we to go. Guardians After Dark. Yeah. Just uh, wait for next next episode, which is 69. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, we have also, okay. speaking of episode 69, it will be dirty. Um, please be advised beforehand. Uh, we will have a guest. Uh, one, oh. Justin J.C. Jesse from uh, Distinguished Gentleman Podcast, formerly known as Dad Tales Podcast, will finally be joining us. Awesome. Um, and, uh, he's going to fit right in and we're going to do a lot of, uh, dirty Mad Libs again and it should be a good time. Yeah. I'm really excited. I do not listen to this one around your gym. No, absolutely. Probably none of ours. Honestly, (laughs) I've come to that thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the show up until maybe the depressing point and then like usually about the hour mark is when we start yeah oh that guy is really sad dating must be horrible and then dating is horrible you look don't even talk to me 
Don't even talk to me about how dating is horrible. You and Lisa started dating like in junior year of high school. Yeah, and, and it was off. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Remember that dance you got ditched? All right, let's move forward. Eight more years of dating after high school that I had to go through. Poor guy. I'm sorry, dude. I really am. But I'm married now and very happily. That's all that matters. I would I would hug you if you were in front of me. Why don't you just hug me anyway? Okay. Oh, everything's falling. Here you go. There you go. Uh, for our audio listeners, we are hugging each other through the camera. I just moved my camera so I could hug Russell. There we go. Enjoy why, that. Why was my hug aimed at your crotch? That <laughs> you know. <laughs> when you say a back rub means only a back rub. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that'll do it for our show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I think so. Damn. Hey, Russell. Yes. I was just enjoying the silence there to see how long before you'd say something. Where can these wonderful individuals find you? Because they need to, because you are an incredible human being. Huh. Right. And I mean that. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Uh, you can find me. You're also a wonderful human being before we move on from that. Uh, you can him. find me at DRJX. That's J E X 0725. Sure. If you want it to be. That is on the Twitter, not the Twitch, because I'm not on Twitch. Uh, you can also find me in the Discord, our Discord, mm. Jackal72590. Um, that's it. And in everyone's hearts. Uh, yes. Sometimes in the palm of my hand. Dragons, which you can also find me Sundays, usually. Um I don't think we'll be broadcasting this Sunday. No, because I won't be there because it's Easter. Right. Uh, which it's not inside of our main campaign anyway. Uh, main campaign usually takes place every Sunday at 6 central p.m. Um, and we will be picking up this week with the events of last week where some potential betrayal happened between a playable character that is not always part of the campaign and the rest of hat trick. Yes. And you're still on top of a tower. Yeah, that should be, uh, I'm glad we're taking a few weeks off. So everyone can kind of process. That was very yeah. intense. It, it, it should be, it should be an interesting show when we pick it up in two weeks. Um, there have been some few things that have happened at the reclaimed Glen. Um, there may be some few things that have even happened in the city. Ooh. All right. Deal. I'm excited. It should be it should be a good episode. Lots of role playing. Do you know what was not a good episode? Episode sixty-eight of Just Some Guardians. <laughs> Thank you all for listening very much. <laughs> we would do this show when it happens. It is live on twitch.tv slash just some guardians. If you want to know when it's live, you can go to our Twitter at JSGcast, where we will show you and tell you all that intel. And when the show goes live in audio form, all that good stuff. And that's basically it, because I don't log into that Twitter for anything else. I should oh, probably can do you other put, things. Uh, 
Can you edit down the video and put it on the Twitter? Yeah, I can do that. I'll do that for you. You are so great. I would do that for you. Well, I just want the audio listeners to 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 be able to view the magic. Yeah. Well, it's really just if they're listening, I I feel like it would be like I, I for me it would drive me crazy. I'd be like I don't know what's going on. I'm sure like over a year ago I made a YouTube channel for just some guardians. So if it exists and I can log into it, maybe I'll just throw it there. Okay. Cool. If it exists, I don't know. I'm not gonna make one if it doesn't, but we'll figure it out. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. There we go. Um, for our beautiful emails, um, please send us emails every week so I can make sure to use my daughter's beautiful voice. Because it brings my heart great joy. It brings all of us great joy. Thank you. Uh, to do that, just some guardians at gmail.com. Email us anything. Questions, thought, random thoughts, um, a picture, anything you email us, we'll, we will discuss on the show. Pictures and I just want a reason to push the button. Yes. Um, I saw Vice recently. You saw what? Vice. Vice. It was about Dick Cheney. Oh, oh yeah. The, oh, yeah. Ooh, how's that? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Uh, no, I forgot all about that movie. We were really excited for that because of all the Dick Cheney jokes. Right. Um, I liked it. Um, I I am curious, like how much of it was real. I mean, it, it, they did. It's the well, same. Well, none guy. of it. It was a movie. Well, it was the same guys who did the Big Short. Um, and it's supposed to be biographical, but also satirical. Oh, okay. Um, and so, so it, it's supposed to be an actual representation of some of the events, um, and they did do a good job. I mean, they do take a satirical bent on it. I don't know if you ever saw The Big Short. Yeah. Um, but it, it's biographical and also satirical. Satirical at the same time, yeah. Uh, and, and it's like as much of the information as we could collect, but we also made it into a good story. And so I, I'm curious how much, in there. how much of it was real and how much was... But it was it was interesting. Like, I never knew Dick Cheney was quite so uh, well connected in Washington. Oh yeah, you don't get that high up without doing so, man. Well, I mean, the vice president. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't even remember. Like, I hardly remember. I know Joe Biden, Dick Cheney because I saw Vice, and then who was Bill Clinton's vice president? Barack Obama. I don't know. Who was Abraham Lincoln's vice president? Um, John Wilkes Booth. Don't think that was who it was. Okay. But, you know, that, that's the point. It's like a symbolic office that they don't, and it seems like he leveraged it into quite a bit of power, but yeah. that is realistic. Anyway, it was good. I liked it. Good. I mean, it wasn't It wasn't like, oh, set my pants on fire. Oh, I got to see this. But it was good. I, If you like that I... kind of don't think I've ever liked a movie so much I set my pants on fire. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, uh, you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet. Okay, see? It's just three hours of people setting themselves on fire in the theater. I'm excited. <laughs> Jeez, can you imagine? Oh, my God. Jesus. Where was I? Twitter. Switch. <laughs> emails we're on itunes we're on podbean hey itunes reviews i haven't checked those in a while um while i'm checking itunes guys um i have we have that uh epic legends tournament is going to be next friday the 
A Apex, sorry. Nah. I can't talk tonight because of life. Because you saw um, the movie was so good you set your pants on fire. I set my pants on fire, and honestly, they were my favorite pair of pants, and I haven't gotten over it yet. I'm kind of in shock that I did that. It was just, hey, uh, by the way, you are uh, showing that to everybody. Showing what? Oh, good. Your Google. I'm checking our iTunes reviews. You know what? You guys can watch me look it up. Here we go. <laughs> but, yeah, so there's still uh, slots, giggity. Uh, we still got room for two more people if they want in. Um, you got a slot for them? Nice, warm, juicy one. Why won't it just show us? That's weird. Okay. Or a peg, if that's your thing. You know. Yeah, or that's a peg. Either good. way. But yeah, just hit us up or a reeb on Twitter or booty sweat on Twitch. We got or room for two more people. Fingers, buttholes. Or I will actually check that um, to see. So we're going to see if we have any new iTunes reviews right now. Please hit that up. If you're interested in an Apex term, it should be a good time. I'm excited. Yeah. We have. I could write a review right now. Most recent? We do not. But speaking of reviews, um, I can't make this go away now on the stream. There we go. Um, um, Teflon Ghost. Teflon Ghost. Um, we, we said a lot of words a long time ago. It was a running gag because it was our only negative review on our iTunes. They, if you're listening, hello, um, you were a part of our show for a while in a nice way. We had fun with it. Um, but they followed us on Twitter this week, which means we've done something right and have earned their love. So I just wanted to throw that out there because that notification popped up and I was like, Oh my God, it's that guy. So that was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. We we appreciate that. Uh, apparently, you're still listening to us, even though our audio sucked. Apparently, so there we go. Um, I'm Elmer Fudd. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Elmer Fudd Games. Also, YouTube Double M Double D. That's hard for me to keep up. I know. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Russell, take us out. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for mutual chaos and utter incompetency. Ooh, nicely done, dude. We did it. Another show in the books. It's surprising. Yeah, man. We did it. It's surprising that, that people still listen. <laughs> right? That's the big thing. People show up in chat. That's crazy. We appreciate you. Yeah, right. The fact that anything that did you see the last episode I named it uh, episode sixty-seven. It's not episode sixty-five. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I I liked how we were we weren't gonna touch the the Call of Duty Battlefield segment, and then we wound up just doing it anyway. Not as in depth as I think we were planning, but it was you, good. You brought up just such a perfect segue that it was hard not yeah. to. And the fact you picked up and just went with it, that was beautiful. You're perfect. Oh, no, sir. You are perfect. Thank you for telling that depressing story. Yeah. I was well, like, all I of asked Garden for permission. Story, Olive Garden story. There's a few that it could be. I've had some run-ins at Olive Garden. That so, is true. 
That is very true. I think I think it was her. And if that's the case, then yeah, they never got married. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's actually really funny to hear. All right. Well, uh, stream. Sucks so bad. I know. That was so... The timing of that was so perfect. I still keep in contact with her. Oh, do you? That's good. Yeah. That's good to know. Well, uh, those of you in stream, thank you for hanging out. We're going to go ahead and end the stream here. Bless all of you. Have a voluptuous night. Hashtag J Fingers Bowls. Yes, he does. That he does. <laughs>